0: Good morning, and if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Uh, My name's David, and welcome to this episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast, where I'm changing up the intro, uh, because we're all living in Truman's world now. It's
1: throwing us off, it really is. Uh, My name's Sam, and you know, we've become bored. We're watching podcasters give us phony emotions. We're tired of pyrotechnics and special effects. While the world we inhabit is in some respects counterfeit, there's nothing fake about the Imaginary Movie Podcast. No scripts, no cue cards. It isn't always Shakespeare. No quality. But it's, oh, but it's genuine. It's life. Thanks, Dave. Dave. Newell, bit killer.
2: <laughs> just right in I there. mean,
1: honestly, what 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 could a man do? That is nothing
2: sacred. Like, our intros, the staple of our thing. There's Dave. Oh, I'm just going to take a big old shit on this.
1: <laughs> for, for, for a particularly middling he joke...
0: Was, I mean, to be fair... I think middling's generous, to, to, to be fair. Sam. To be
1: fair, that did go on for a bit. Sam. <laughs> but a bit. I did have a punchline, so, but we'll, we'll never know what it is now. We'll never oh. know what it is. Um, and I'm Ross. When I like to relax,
2: I like to listen to Imaginary Movie Podcast. I've listened to other podca- podcasts.
1: This one's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Nice product placement. Um, I'm just going to add so, fake laughter to my my intro, and uh, Dave can... Yeah, just, just
0: cut me out. Just cut me out, absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I can do that. 100%. Uh, the whole episode. So, <laughs> this week, uh, we watched um, The Truman Show from 1998, the uh, Jim Carrey... Uh, I'm just going to say it. I think Jim Carrey's finest uh, performance in on film. Easily. Um, you well. know, and, and maybe... we'll we'll get into this because obviously Ross hates things that are good Um, but yeah this film was uh, we'll go around the horn I really like this Sam probably in my top five movies ever made
1: Ross wow wow um yeah it's
2: right. yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) flush no um (laughs) It's 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 a weird stance to take. I can, I don't begrudge people liking this movie. I can understand why people like it, <laughs> but I don't like it. You it's, don't it's begrudge people me. liking things. No. You know, no, I'm, I'm I'm an easygoing guy. How magnanimous you, easygoing
1: Ross. Ross. <laughs> you know what I mean. So so in um, a sentence, Ross, and I really mean a sentence. Why don't you like this? And then we'll 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 carry on with the episode. Um, I don't like. Uh, Jim Carrey not being
2: in a movie where he's not overtly funny all the time. Oh, such a terrible Okay, right, I disagree, so, but we'll oh, hang we'll hang get on. into you said no, it. No one, no no I know oh, fuck, No we'll, fuck right off. Let me respond to that. You said one sentence you piece of shit. You want me to go into the fucking heartbreaking thing of what this guy's life must be? I thought well, I'd said something for the end. No you, Ross, the
0: sentence Ross said was I don't like this movie because Jim Carrey's only funny some of the time rather than being funny most of the time.
1: Yeah. Right, but let's get let's no, let's no, no. let's <laughs> no. easy no. guys, easy guys. Very confrontational tonight, which is good energy. But guys, we need to- <laughs> let's
0: get let's get the facts out of the thrubs. way. Let's get the facts out of the way. Let's discuss the cast. Let's discuss this movie a little bit, and then we can save our rambunctious argument. For after that time, the entire breakdown of the podcast we're basically gonna delay that by ten fifteen minutes if that's okay, <laughs> okay. if Good. that's agreeable so
1: so in the Truman show, an insurance salesman discovers his whole life is actually a reality TV show full stop um this is a <laughs> thank you yeah. Yeah. this this is this is one of those films I think that's well, for me, it's probably it's an it's an aging movie like a fine wine, and it's getting better and better after every year. But it's a film very much of the late nineties. Like it, it, it feels you've got Jim Carrey, you've got all of this, this like uh, introspective media. God, the nineties! It's everything's great. We have nothing to complain about. So we're gonna, so we're gonna, we're gonna invent things for us to be scared of, because we have nothing everything's brilliant um yeah. in the classic american style pre-911 got it in there so i i i as we as we discuss this movie i would like also to get into like what this predicted because this for me is one of the most amazing mm. things about this film mm. is that it basically predicted um the reality tv uh, yeah. uh what, what 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 adjective would you like to use Belight. to describe it but, you know, it's just... disease. Whatever we are that we're in is is just insane. Infection. And that's quite amazing. Cancer. It? Yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. Um, so where do we want to begin?
2: I mean, I suppose the first thing to just comment on, I mean, it could be pedant- uh, semantics at this state, but I w- like a part of me wonders, is it so much predicting or is it so much planting that seed? And like whatever executives mind, like oh my god, this is the future of television. This is what we should be doing. It's like you know any time travel paradox where you have to go back in time, and you've got to stop your grandfather's killer because otherwise you won't be born. But so they just <laughs> the Truman Show has just perpetuated all this I, reality TV. I thing.
0: have a different take. here. I, I kind of see where you're what you're getting at, Sam. I wouldn't say this movie. I wouldn't say it necessarily predicts anything. I don't think also, Ross, that it's necessarily like informing anything. I don't think this is the catalyst as to why reality TV care about. I do think this movie is certainly like a product of its time. And maybe like because the reality TV thing, Big Brother aired the year after this film came out, like it was already in the works. Like I'm certain there Love are it. earlier versions of that that were like at the same time this movie. I think this movie is kind of like the, the the theme and the kind of like the overall message of this movie is like it this is a dystopia. Like this world in which this is allowed to happen, like where this man was bought by this T V studio when he was born, like and then owned them the, and, and and um you know uh used and and you know, kept in this environment. Like I think in 2021, certainly, it's like well, I can see this happening. It, I I bet I bet this maybe has happened in certain respects. But in 1998, I think this is more like, wouldn't it be disgusting if we were all just okay with this? While at the same time, maybe pointing out like those broader, um, what's the word? Trends that kind of like bring people together, like all the all the fans of the Truman Show, like, you know, they they don't think about the dark aspects of the mm-hmm. reality of Truman's situation. They just like, feel connected with Truman in a way that a lot of people connect with reality TV. The one that really springs to my mind is maybe Gogglebox, uh, which is maybe, like... Which I've never seen much of, but, like, is exactly as dull as Truman's life. Like, because you're just watching Truman watch TV. Like, and I bet, because humans are wonderfully good at this, like, you can form... We can form a connection with people we've never met. You know, Mm -hmm. with people who don't exist. With, like, people on TV who aren't even particularly... Charismatic or doing interesting, interesting things, yeah. or anything like that. I'm gonna come I'm, in I'm here and
1: defend go for well, I'm gonna come in and defend Gogglebox actually because I think I have we watch Gogglebox and it is actually really entertaining and it's fun and you do have the exact same thing that you're describing in terms of connecting with people, but it's really like if you just say it's a podcast <laughs> like there's no difference there's no difference between what
2: gogglebox no, is
0: no totally is. I wasn't I wasn't no, having no, a, no. I was coming at gogglebox I know I meeting titan
2: minds what, what i'm yeah, saying but,
0: is inherently yeah. like looking at that media which is boring as fuck in on on the on the face of it you are watching average people watch tv um like just like on this podcast you're listening to Average people having a boring conversation, right?
2: Whoa, um, whoa! I <laughs> think that's the worst insult and, you ever give me, Dave.
0: And that's fine. That's totally fine because, you know, even reading the newspaper, you are reading people just talk about shite. You know, it's it's, like, it's
1: the it, it, it's the real. Um, It's the social aspect, isn't it? And I think what this movie... And I I, I am going to defend what I said, though, because I think it it did predict. I think it predicted the obsession. I think it predicted the live 24-7, you know, watching the mundanity and the mundanity of people's lives being the content. Because even... I mean, reality TV was around before this. We had shows like Cops, you know, um, and, and lots of... But it's like, oh, it's the exciting part of life. And we have documentaries where we get to get into the, you know, People who do exciting things. And this is about the modernity of Truman's life. And that's really, almost by design, how it's created. And I think the thread that runs, that, that is predictive, is that we are all basically like the viewers that we get to see on this show now. But we're all, you know, whether or not you're watching Kim Kardashian or watching stuff on YouTube, it's all about, like, investing and, and having a connection, having a personality, engagement, you know, like, comment, subscribe, guys. All of this stuff is is completely um, is is like the the evolution of where this film not not started it didn't it didn't start that, but I think it definitely it definitely pinned a flag to say this is where we're going, and boy, did it get it right. That's where I think it's predictive. Yeah, I, I agree can't with that. say
0: I wholly I can't say I wholly agree, but I, I I don't feel like your points are invalid just because of that that's, a, that's a, brilliant
2: that's very nice of you thanks um, I, I will say like the one thing I think it sort of maybe missed is uh, you know man's uh, sort of capacity for hate as well because whilst you will have people like loving them you will have those like trolls as well like you know just like oh fucking hate Truman he's had his life catered for him this guy is, has you know that doesn't have a care in the world fuck this guy you now yeah. you, you will have like those fringe people as well hmm
1: hmm
0: Oh, certainly. And, like, maybe what doesn't capture is perhaps the, like, the inherent cruelty of, like, if this did exist, like, we'd be having Truman, like, do you know what I mean? We'd be blowing up half the town every other week to, like, see how Truman would react to it. Or, like, we'd be doing all sorts of horrible shit to, like, watch this guy deal with it. Like, actually, them just letting Truman live his life, you know? Uh-huh.
2: There's going to be one of things I was going to mention on, like, later uh, on, because obviously once he gets out... He's got a Hold
1: on, Ross. can't I hear you. Your volume's going really low.
2: Oh, I wonder why that... Can you hear yeah, me it's now? It's better, back? yeah. Shit. Okay. Sorry, Dave. Um, c- Continue with your point, because that's that's a weird one. Make a note of that 14 minutes. We'll have
0: to just jump back in somewhere. Uh, what were you saying, mm-hmm. Ross? Uh,
2: well, the, the, the only thing I was going to say is... Um, what we were talking about, uh, tr- Truman. Uh, you know, the, you said Dave, they would blow up the city every every other day just to see how Truman deals with it. What I was going to say is, I was going to touch on the end of the episode, but like if you think about Truman's life, like after it, like this character, he's got a drug addiction. He, like he, he's he's destined for oblivion. Yeah. Like the, after after that life, his his life is just, over.
0: Just like everyone just, in this is killing themselves. Everyone, Christoph, yeah. all the cast, everyone is no, killing themselves. No, Right,
1: let's let let's start with let's get into the cast a bit. I think let's start with Jim Carrey, who, you know, this is like this. Is, he is Carrey cast. He is on top of the world right now in 1998. You know, he is done. <laughs> he's doing so much, and he is a comedy machine. You know, he is completely in control, probably of like American comedy. And mm-hmm. then he gets cast in this film, and this is I, I well, think it's.
0: Probably a weird a f- choice at the time, wasn't f- it? Fun bit of trivia about Jim Carrey's career, I was reading 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 earlier. Um so we mentioned Siskel and Ebert quite a lot on the podcast as um premiere nineties and eighties and before that, um film critics. And they said after they watched um, Jim Carrey in um, I think Ace Ventura Pet Detective Two uh, <laughs> that he would never work again. They said this is so bad, he never ever deserves to have a job in Hollywood ever again and then when oh. this came out <laughs> They basically released like an apology, and they were like, "This is, you know, this is amazing. Like we were wrong. <laughs> this guy can obviously act."
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, and and I and I think and I think this is his I think is his his greatest performance by by a long way because because it's it combines I think all the best bits about Jim Carrey. You get the humor, you get the ability, you get his comedic ability that comes through. You know, and 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 the character kind of demands it as well. You know, the way he says. The way he, the way he says you know, if i don't see you good afternoon blah blah, blah. like mm-hmm. that delivery has this this buoyancy to it because he needs to be this quite um superficial character because that's what he's written as you know that's the that's the character that the, the, what the the character feels that he needs to act in this way just like everyone else around him needs to be superficial and then you get the despair you know you, i mean my god the scene on the on the on the the bridge with Marlon and like that is that's fucking acting that's acting you know the way that he is the the emotions on his face and the way that he's decoding everything that's being said and realizing that everyone is in on it even his best friend is in on it like all of that I think is is just brilliant and I really I can't imagine anyone else in this movie which is totally cliche to say but who else could you have other than Jim Carrey for this role. I, I really can't think of I don't activity. think mm.
0: anyone at this time like could maybe have brought... You obviously mentioned Ross, he didn't like this, for various reasons, and maybe because he's not his like larger-than-life self, like that he is in the Batman film and in The Mask and in you know Liar Liar and yeah. Ace Ventura in and all most of these other, other movies. In
2: most other Jim Carrey movies, yeah. In
0: all these other movies, he's like, you know, manic... I'm like, that's great, but this movie I think maybe harnesses like a much softer like funniness because he is funny in this movie. Like Truman mm. is funny and he's got this sense of humour and like I think another actor maybe would have done really well at the like you know, um just here's a here's, a, here's an odd one. Imagine Christian Bale in this role. Just think about it. While <laughs> thinking, oh. Um right, right that, that film like, exists,
1: it's called American Psycho.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the, do you see what I'm saying though? Like I think that this movie only works because it's like it's quite light in tone because of Jim Carrey who manages to be like at the same time you know um very two dimensional because he nothing in his life's real uh quite funny without you know being hilarious and like very vulnerable i think in a way that's kind of like very endearing in a movie and and it helps that Jim Carrey is like an inherently quite likable and charismatic individual even when he's playing this like loser like this is not this persona this persona this like he's an insurance salesman and And he's he's got one friend and a wife (laughs) and he's not very good at it and he has secret pictures he he tears out of magazines to make girls faces like that's again like this could be american psycho like so so easily christian bale in this movie doing that right he kills everyone in the town before he leaves you know there's Mm -hmm. a difference isn't there Mm -hmm. um but yeah i totally agree sam like I not only really can't imagine anyone else in this role. I more can't imagine this movie maybe being as rewatchable as it is. I think you could have yeah. a great movie with a more serious actor. I just think that maybe like I wouldn't want to watch it again.
1: And 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 director Peter Weir I think understood that because he's he um he said that he'd always had uh, a Jim Carrey in mind. Although they were going through various actors and Jim Carrey came mm-hmm. up and straight away that was it. That was the yeah you know, this is the guy. You know, and said so when he found out he was interested, he was on a plane immediately <laughs> to, to to have a conversation with him, you know. And I think that is like that shows the intentionality of this, and it also shows how much the character is written and probably how much uh, Kerry improvised, because that's yeah, he's great at yeah. that, isn't he? That's a, a core part of his um, all the role. funny
0: bits, like when he's in the mirror talking to himself, obviously, that must be improved. like yeah, totally. all the bits where he's being <laughs> amusing. Is um if i don't see uh, um you know good afternoon good evening and good night like all feels very like you know the riddler could be saying these lines it's very yeah. yeah. um
1: and and the, the the other cast i'd like to just maybe go back to, go to the start of the film because this is where we get to see the the rest of the of the main cast um because the the start of the movie has it's one of my favorite parts of the film i love it i love the start of this film and i think it is just a genius introduction to, 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 to this world that they're creating, where you get these like interviews with the cast. <laughs> Excuse me, yes. and there, um, uh, you know, you've got Meryl there, uh, uh played by uh, Laura Linney, who is, you know, talking about. She says, she says it's um, you know, there's no difference between my life and 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 she calls it it's a noble life. She says
0: noble. And I just like getting paid to bang this dude in the cell oh kitchen work. What a job.
1: But but just the writing, the writing, to have the word noble in there and to like in the same way that actors get elevated above the rest of us because they you know, pretend to do things. Um
0: like I gee- pretend to do things all the time, Sam. No one pays me for it. Really. <laughs> yeah. We pretend to be podcasters, but no one right believes now. you,
2: dear, that's the difference. <laughs>
0: The,
1: the, 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 to, to have the word noble in there and then for her character to basically you know she's trying to believe all the way through and what I love about Laura Linney's performance is that she's this uh, at one time this like wonderfully picturesque 1950s housewife and apparently hmm. she read through Sears magazines from the 50s to get like the her, her body posture mannerisms and everything Yeah, like genius, total genius and at the same time she fucking Hates herself. She hates her job. <laughs> she hates Truman. She's, she she is, as we find out in a, in a, if you go on YouTube and, and look it up, it was like a fake documentary about the Truman Show, like an, an extra. She's the second richest woman in the world, only behind Oprah. And she just recently surpassed the Queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Laurel in his characters. And like, that's, that's just, it, it's just amazing because you get so much of that. In her character, like, and I, I just love Laura Linney in this. I think she's wonderful.
0: Nope, I, I agree. Um, I don't know if you have any, any thoughts there, Ross.
2: Um, no, no, nothing, nothing new to, to what Sam had. I mean, the, 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 the things that stand out obviously are the, the product placement, and she does such a good job. It's, <laughs> it's difficult to explain where, because like her and Truman will be having a serious conversation, and she'll break it up, like it was the bit I did in the intro, like, oh, how about some cocoa. Uh, how about
0: this delicious Mo cocoa? I've tried other Cocos. This cocoa is the best like, The fuck are you doing? <laughs> the, fuck but the thing this? is the thing is, though, this is the brilliant thing about this movie. The more you think about it, the better it gets. As far as Truman knows, his wife's just a weirdo. Yes. Like, she's that's... always done this. She's <clears throat> done this since they met. She'll just turn to him and she'll just say, hey, Truman, have you tried this steak? It's the best steak that you can buy for under $10. Mm-hmm. And, like... So, as far as he's concerned, his wife obviously got hit by a bus or had some kind of brain injury. And he's like, all right, you crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah. But that, but that, but what
2: I was going to say is so she... The, the acting is, is so good because she does it so in such a way that it's obviously abrupt to us, the viewer, but it's done also in such a way where it's, it's sort of like a natural dialogue between the characters as far as Truman's concerned.
0: Yeah, Truman doesn't turn to her and say, what the fuck are you doing? Like... <laughs> As far as he's concerned, that's just how she talks. And that's kind yeah. of like a part of the grand deceit, I think, that Truman lives in this world where like he gets directly marketed to all of the time. <laughs> Why don't you just throw that out and get a new like a new yeah. power motor mower extreme? Just They're the like best.
2: 2021. Don't, <laughs> don't get don't get those brown flakes next time, love. Gives me the shits.
1: Oh god the cut the transmission. <laughs> god the feed! <laughs> god the feed! We just lost ten million dollar contract. Damn it, Truman. <laughs> The other one we get to see in this introduction is um, Marlon, played by Noah Emmerich, and mm-hmm. I think this is the most evil character in the entire show, in, in the I entire think movie. That's,
2: that's a claim. That is a claim. I, can
1: I, well, I, can, I, set, can I set out why very, very wrong. quickly, and then I'll let you come back? Because again let's go back to that scene where he's figuring out you know they're on that porch mm. uh, not porch they're on that the bridge the thing, bridge so, uh, incomplete bridge or whatever it is and they're sat down they're talking and he says you know Truman and he's parroting everything that Christoph says in his ear you know Truman if everyone was in it in on it I'd have to be in on it too you know and like mm. and there's this moment and I really tried to figure out I was looking at, at Marlon's face looking at um, Nolan Emmerich's face and I was trying to figure out is he? Does he feel remorseful? Does he feel remorseful for at this point, at basically Truman's lowest point? Does mm. he feel remorseful for saying these things, for basically parroting the Christoph line? Or and and I and I came away with the impression that he didn't, because we don't get any indication, especially later on. Um, I think there was a cut scene where he maybe saw Truman during the search, but then let you know didn't alert everyone. But that wasn't included in the movie. Thus, my theory is this guy is bitter he hates it that he's not truman and that i think from the from nolan emmerich's performance beautiful and it's, it's the most evil character in the, in the i do I'm, I'm i'm
2: gonna disagree Dollar. there sam because fr- from the same i've watched that youtube video you're talking about and that it by the way that is so well done that is one of the most best bits of marketing i've ever seen in I my know, life it's genius isn't it it is genius but so from that bit, you get Marlin's backstory, and that his parents brought him to you know a sandbox and said, "Why don't you go play with that boy over there who was Truman at the time?" So he's in a way almost, you know, to an extent, having the same subjects, the same sort of conditions as Truman, because his parents go, "Go over and play with him." They're seeing dollar signs in their in their eyes.
1: Go over and play with him. He, he, with he, him. He, he says he moved schools, and then now this is outside the canon of the film. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is a little bit like, but yeah, they say move schools. So
0: uh, don't know. they don't. No, hold on. It is in the canon of the film Sam. It is because he mentions to Truman, he says, "Oh, you remember when um, you did something and I got sick?" You know, the eight yeah, something. playing explorers, says, yeah. Exactly, and he says, "And I got sick," and it's obviously part of the show to teach Truman a lesson. And he says, "You know, I was. In, I must have been. I must have been in the hospital for a month," and like he was away and then he said they say again when he went away to work after they finished college Mm -hmm. so he he mentions it to Truman as like I've been away I've been out of the town it's not worth going to Mm -hmm. I kind of agree with Ross here where like I think this guy is kind of nearly as much of a victim as Truman in a lot of ways Mm -hmm. like in the context of this movie he's seven years old comparatively with the rest of the
2: cast I mean he's he's the worst off yeah. I think but,
0: Laura Linney is possibly the most evil of all these people but we'll yes. get into that in a minute yes <laughs> um, like not to slut shame at all but like whoa uh, where'd <laughs> that come from we'll get there we we'll keep get going there. keep we'll going get there. <laughs> yeah. um, Marlon like he was seven years old like actually probably in his life because it mentions in and obviously the documentary isn't canon but they mentioned the documentary <clears> how <throat> difficult it is for the main cast to leave the set ever yeah so they're basically there like 24 hours a day all day like for Marlon who's known Truman since he was seven and like there's a thing with lying and I'm sure you know acting is a similar similar thing where like if you tell yourself the same lie often enough like you start to believe it you rationalize it like, that's been it documented well. yeah. and yeah. researched a lot like you can you can lie to yourself and then eventually you'll think that's true and mm-hmm. so Marlon since he was seven years old he's been yes he's acting but like he's been Truman's friend so yes he's taking direction and like Especially when Christoph is literally feeding him lines. But, like, he's known Truman for probably 25 years at this point and, like, has been there for all the big moments of his life. Mm -hmm. You know, probably doesn't get that much time away. Like, Truman probably is his best friend, you know? So, like, Mm -hmm. it's both. He's an actor, he is in on it. So, yes, he's a bit complicit in that way. But, like, also, he's been doing that since he was seven years old. Like, it's very hard to. But, do you know what I mean? I feel this character is somehow representable, reprehensible for doing this when mm-hmm. like it's all he knows. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a. Uh, I think it's ever since I can remember, I always want to lie to Truman about it being his best friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you're right, Dave. And you mentioned
2: Laura Linney's character, um, Meryl. I think she is much more. Um, You know, you you can aim your sort of disgust at her more easily because uh, although she's still a minor in in, in, in the movie, like when she she meets Truman, you know, her mind is a lot more developed. So she knows what's going on. She knows she's an actress. She knows if she gets in with this guy, she is made for life.
0: Money, 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 money. Uh, And that kind of comes through in her performance as well, where like... Mm -hmm. You know, Marlon's doing product placement as well, like, with the beer, obviously. Um, and there's a there's a great th- subplot where he's an alcoholic in this documentary, which I loved. Um, of course <laughs> it. But, like, Laura Linney, like, is living a lie in a much more... At least Marlon gets to go home and, like, watch other TV or maybe has a family or whatever. Mm. Laura Linney, in theory, spends, like, a lot... Most of her time with Truman, sharing a bed with this man, having sex with this man, like... And it's all a contract it's all like a a money-making thing and she leaves the series obviously leaves the show in this in the in the film but like you know that's years and years and years of like you know being the the main arm of this like incredible lie and manipulation of this man and Mm -hmm. like it's one thing to be christoph and telling these people and orchestrating and, and it's another thing to be there and not letting the mask slip when you're, like, pretending to be this other person. And it doesn't even seem... She doesn't even do a good job of, like, making out, like, she likes Truman. Even when she's in character (laughs) and... Do you know what I mean? You're still not, like... There's no affection there. Not, like, even with Marlon and Truman, there's, like, a... And I think this is very intentional, by the way, in the film. I don't think this is a performance-based thing.
1: It's all about, I think, it's... It's, like, the 1950s of of it all, isn't it? Where, you know, people didn't really get divorced... Uh, so mm. they just hate each other until they died. <laughs> that, was <laughs> the yeah, yeah. that was the solution. Yeah, that was so. And it, it, it very it does very much um, kind of hold true there. I think, Lord you mentioned Christoph, and I again just Ed Harris. You mean what? God slash the devil, Christ of, mm, get it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, yeah, as, as, if, the imagery, as, if, as <laughs> well, if the imagery, as if as if the imagery later on in the films when it's when it's you know his his voice is booming down from the heavens literally. Um, let's we, 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 get, we get into that, but uh, Ed Harris I think does a does a really good job. He was I think he had like four days notice because um, who was the other person? Oh God, I can't remember. Morgan Freeman, was, most likely.
0: Sylvester Stallone. Well, no, he's always no been that's always. Ah, that too
2: Stay in the bubble. <laughs>
0: dennis
1: hopper that would have been interesting dennis hopper was originally and then he he left i think on the first day of, of shooting for some reason and so ed harris gets on a plane goes to la gets you know reads the script and that's it but i think his character again is is really central i don't really like the comparisons to god or the Father-son thing that kind of goes on in this a little bit. It's it's kind of a little bit forced, a little bit too on the nose. And uh,
2: do you mean between Christoph and Truman?
1: Yeah, there's bits. I was not so
2: many fathers. I mean, obviously the oh, no, god thing is obvious, but the fathers. He's something.
1: stroking his
0: face when he's sleeping on the screen. Oh, he's, you know, a, he's, he's a
2: pervert. That's that's what I was getting no, from no. it.
0: He's he he views him because oh, as, he's got as, a camera in that bedroom with a black light on it. He's yeah. he's seeing the whole shebang. As, I don't care what he says, Dave. He's
2: got a toilet. He's got a camera in the toilet. We all know that
0: <laughs> Oh, he's got several, Ross. He's got all the angles. They never put them on
1: TV though. Just to, yeah, no, really that's little... private consumption.
2: It's <laughs> private time.
1: But 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 uh, <laughs> oh, but Christoph, God. I think, does work as a does work as a, a, a really obviously important role in the movie of being like the antagonist, um, and like that confrontation that they end up having at the end is is a great example of of like directing your movie towards a point, you know, and this is this is going to be the big standoff. And actually, it ends up to be, I think, intentionally, and I think to Christoph's like disappointment, to be rather kind of like, oh, Truman just says, "If I don't see you," and then leaves. You know, he doesn't mm-hmm. get that big confrontation that almost Christoph wants because it's better ratings, you know, or whatever yeah. else. But it's a great. I think Ed Harris' performance is really <clears throat> subdued, understated, and it. I think it helps the film a heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he, well,
2: he, a lot he, of that's that. the way that. He does that sort of that genius character, that um, that 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 the man plagued by genius really well. He plays that really well.
0: He's an auteur, like it's got you know the hat and you know all the director Mm. chairs he's in. It's like uh, it's in the nineties. That's what someone looked like if they were a bit bohemian and like Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Oh, I'm very clever and he's high on his own farts basically, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and. He he absolutely is because the most of what we see of Christoph in this movie, like and all of them, because obviously we either we're either watching Truman and the main what we what I'm gonna refer to as the main story unfold, mm-hmm. or we're watching flashbacks, or we're watching like TV interviews with the cast or with Christoph. So most of what we see of Christoph is not him like Sitting wanky to Truman taking a shit or whatever he's doing in his own time, like right? what we're seeing, what we're seeing, what we're seeing is just, him.
1: Please don't ruin this movie for me. <laughs> you, you did
2: that perfectly, Dave. Uh, if he's you know wanking off to Truman taking a shit, <laughs> yeah, oh. Chef's kiss. <laughs> that's what gets I mean. a
1: chef's kiss.
0: <laughs> anyway,
2: what we're seeing Dave is the finally very gets this movie some.
0: Yeah, what we're seeing is the, the very polished, like, public face of, of Christoph presenting to the TV, and he's like, he's leaning back and he's like, well, yes, I always thought, well, I thought, you know, Truman just, he was a baby, no one wanted him, I took him in because I'm such a good dude, and like, you get that, and that's kind of like, it's, it's his own personal, like, PR is, is what we see of Christoph until His brand, yeah. maybe when he's lost Truman and, and things like that. And that's that's where this movie really excels, is it doesn't really show you how the sausage is made a lot. Like, we don't often see the production of the Truman show like producing. What we see is the end result, or we follow Truman, and that's kind of genius for a movie. That, oh. like, the nitty-gritty, you could get bogged down in. Or oh, the audience,
1: and, the, and this is another great addition. Um, I think it's a... F- The the way it's edited is is excellent as well because for about 45 minutes, we just get nothing but the Truman Show other than the interview at the start. And then we start to get these, uh, these, uh, you know, your, your goggle box, basically. We get to see people watching TV and that the and the reaction from them is as compelling yeah. as maybe the stuff that's happening, you know, and, and the the people in the Did I
0: imagine this or is there the one of them's in the bath in the bath. Yeah, the whole guy time. in the bath. Yeah. yeah. Like that's dangerous. What a guy. I wish I could I mean, live like that.
2: You you read into that situation. That guy's getting ready to kill himself. That's why there's an electrical device in the bathroom with him. Like
0: I, I just uh, think
1: he just can't I, I, I think just he can't get away from like, Truman for for total a second sloth.
0: I took it as total that sloth. Guy, that just guy's like, in one last just, I'm in that is bath. I'm in the bath eight hours a day, just in the bath watching TV. That's just True. how I live, you know. Yeah. Imagine how I'd many like, times you'd
2: have to top that up as well.
0: God, how much times you'd have to empty that because of all the piss? The ratio of water to piss. Are you getting out of <laughs> the bath to go for a piss? Are you like you're just surely just pissing in the bath at that point if you're in there for eight hours a day? Does he have some plumbing system? Like it, anyway, got to Sam. You had a
1: pointer. Is these, well, these, these are in, <laughs> these are interesting things about this movie that. Definitely, we should explore further. Um, maybe a different time. Maybe a different time. That can we do that? <laughs> well, the, the thing that I'd like to get into is is like the construct that Truman lives in, and I think number one, the set, which is great. You know, the the, the styling of it, the fifties, the, the thunderdome,
0: all all of that <laughs> is is really good. Max but, is on the other side of this thing, like riding a motorcycle around the roof. It is quite amazing, and then and then when you see it, when you see it from
1: space, and you see just how goddamn big it is, like it's. Uh, but all of these things. So basically, Truman lives in this construct, and he and he and he base. Or they spend a lot of their time preventing him from discovering the truth. That's that's a mm-hmm. real part of the, the 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 role of the producers and the actors yeah. and all that stuff. But at the same time, the movie also just has to do an extraordinary amount of work to prevent us, the audience from kind of doing the same thing like we the, the we have to believe that this is believable. And I think that is the best thing about this movie. This is this is this is the genius of this film is that they do all of the heavy lifting to get us to believe that this could happen. And they do that they do that I think in two ways. They do it in um like practical things like we have an entire town full of people who are invested in, the, in making sure this is happening. And then they do it in, in, I think, and it goes back to Jim Carrey, they do it in a way that they make it, they make everything so light, so funny, so trivial. Like the film, the film never gets into the dark, dark, darkness mm. of this film, unless it needs to. And that, that's what it's about, the emotional, you know, the kind of emotional plots of this film. Yeah. And I think that is so clever. It's so clever to take this, almost impossible idea they built a fucking dome in in Burbank like what uh, that, doesn't, that doesn't make any sense and yet you believe it because the film that like the rules of the movie are complete and that i think i love that i love that in the film i think it's so good
2: i mean i, I think that's a really well paid way of putting it sam i mean the, the way i was going to describe it is all the effort they go to to show you all the effort they go to Convince Truman that this life of his is real. All of those efforts at the same time then are to sort of convince us, the audience, that it's all fake and the yes. plausibility and the plausibility oh, of it being way fake. Of doing it. Yeah, well done. Thank man. you. Good night, folks. See you later. That's me, done. <laughs> Ending on a high. But now um, I want three more of those good <laughs> points, Ross. <laughs> but do you know what? I actually had uh, time for pedantic cast. I actually had an issue with like things such as the set because you know it, it. It seems I originally thought that it was all proper constructed buildings but apparently that may not be the case because that building that Truman goes into when he starts to suspect that building that Truman goes into unexpectedly and they have like panel walls behind the elevator and you're like what's the purpose of that other than to for for it to be discovered you know you want these buildings you're under a dome just make buildings and the fact that he was able to dig out of his basement into his garden there's a foundation there you know he's he's going through solid concrete unless it's shoddy American houses but
0: Definitely shoddy American houses. Like, <laughs> like they're all built on dirt, Ross. For a one, that's
2: yeah. Which, which, which fair enough. Um, I
0: see what you mean, Ross. But what I took from that to mean is kind of like if you think about this movie's canon, the universe. They need a story ongoing so many to need things be able when to change. When Truman's born, yeah. they have a set because babies obviously they don't know. Like there must have been a, de- a time when, do you know what I mean? When the set had to expand from like the house to a street, and when it had mm-hmm. to extend from a street to a block and when it had to extend from a block to a small town and I think like what we're seeing on that street is Truman's got this job in this insurance firm but what if the writers because there's writers to this obviously they're writing for analysis lines of things what if they decide that Truman's the offices are going to close and Truman's going to be made redundant like he might have to go and work somewhere else so I took it to be that all these a lot of these buildings are shells in case they need to put something in them yeah so like there's yeah. no well there's nothing behind this elevator because they don't need an elevator because nothing in the building but if they need it to be if truman decides he's going to stop being an insurance salesman and he's going to go into advertising like that's where the advertising firm is do you know what i mean so they're kind of like keeping it all there and they don't want to spend the money to build it but they, it's just there you know yeah that's yeah, how th- i th- think that's, anyway.
2: Th- yeah that makes sense i mean it, it, it's something that can be easily explained which fair enough do, do, is now a good time, now that we're on pedantics, is now a good time to get a, a little into the nitty-gritty? Because I'm, I'm going to get into the nitty-gritty.
0: Yeah, go, um, Ross. We can always swing back. One, one, uh, one, one thing
2: that stood out to me is um, like one scene where, again, Truman, Truman's in the process now of sort of like, uh, he's suspicious of what's going on, and they go over to his mother's house, and they're looking through the photo albums and stuff, and what the wife says to her is, oh, we're going to go out, you stay and watch your favourite TV show. And that just made me go, Huh. There's TV now in this thing, which is a normal thing. TV's a normal <laughs> thing. So, but then I was thinking, so how does he watch TV? Obviously, he can watch loads of old movies and old shows.
0: Yeah, no problem. It's TV all the way down, Ross. Sorry? It's TV all the way down. He's watching TV that's made for him. And that <laughs> well, TV well, show is making t- watching so, TV that's made for them. But this is my thing. So this forth. is
2: my thing. So it's either one of two things or a mixture of two. One, he's watching real TV that is somehow censored to make sure there are no references... To the Truman show. Because if this is the thing, there's at least seven Simpsons episodes that have a Truman episode in it. So they have to make sure Truman doesn't see any Truman episodes of Simpsons. There will be references. Go on, Sam.
0: Do we know what he's watching? Do you know do we know what his favourite show is? They talk about I Love Lucy and stuff like that. I think he's watching 50s and 60s TV. Yes, but but eventually because because
2: Hang on, hang on. I covered this five seconds ago. But what I'm saying is, eventually, you will have to have new TV on there because people are going to talk about TV shows. Unless you're going to suggest that they're presenting these old TV shows as present day TV shows. Is that what you're going to try and tell I them? Think, I think
1: well, that's it. The 1950s world that he lives in. Let's not forget about that. He lives basically. He's in got the a 50s. digital radio in his car. Yeah, but but it's yeah, but it's it's yes, a constructed come come it's a constructed on. 1950s. It's a constructed knife. I don't on. think this. I don't think this is Jack's kind of movie, though. Does it really? Like, do you, it, it, it's, you know, does it? it, it, it fuck you.
2: I, I I liked exploring this because no, yeah,
0: no it's but interesting, once, Ross. It's interesting, but I think it's like a.
2: I personally in think Truman's
0: that. world, he just thinks that all TV is like, it's all, like period stuff. He's like, well, oh, why are they driving old cars? Well, it's just the. The show and I, he likes I mm. Love Lucy, and you know, probably, um, you know, uh, what's that TV show where the man beats his wife up all the time? Um, the cops. honeymooners, the honeymooners. Uh, he's watching the I don't think he actually I does that, that, he threatens to do that. <laughs> I know, sorry, I know, but that was Never the quickest way to get an answer. Um, I, I, I knew what you I knew what you meant, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And like, bewitched, and all of these like old, old shows, but like if that's the only thing on TV and it's established in his universe, Ross, that's kind of like the TV that is being made. It's I don't more think fun. he's questioning it. It's but, more but fun for
2: to... me to believe that the, stu- that the studio execs create multiple TV shows and <laughs> multiple TV channels. <laughs> well, they probably could. And just they they, they, they probably could. Yeah. That's, that's what think, I choose to
1: think believe. Think about the start of the movie, though, right? You know, the, the, the light lands, smashes on the ground outside his house, and <laughs> it says... You know the the star, whatever it is. Like, would you think if you saw that? Would you think, hmm, maybe I live in a TV studio? <laughs> or would you go? <laughs> or would you go? That's strange. I wonder how. Maybe that fell out of a plane. You know, and sure. that of the obviously. So I you think, would definitely I think, still go.
2: This is a fucking light.
1: <laughs> <You wouldn't>. Yeah. <laughs> it. But you, you would never, you would never jump to um, the 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 idea that your entire life, <laughs> wife. Friends, everything is fake, and no, so no, it goes. Course. It goes to to that that point that I mentioned earlier about like the 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 rules of this film are consistent enough that Truman doesn't really think beyond that until yeah. things start to fall apart, and that's where we he's get that. Also,
0: yeah. he's also, and this is kind of like fed into the movie. His entire life has been designed and literally written. Like Truman is quite a subservient, like you know unimposing individual like he pretends he's buying magazines for his wife because he doesn't want to be embarrassed by buying magazines for himself (laughs) like he just does what his wife says like his you know he just accepts things because like his entire life is just accepting things and because the entire world is kind of like created for him like it's even easier for him to accept that he should just do as he's told because it's all very smooth. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of like a, in that manner. And and that's why it's so interesting to watch him kind of come apart in the movie when he kind of like just begins to think that something is going on. Like, you know, he could have equally thought like, oh my God, there's a government conspiracy. I'm being followed by the CIA or something. Like, could legitimately have been where he went with this. You know? Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, it's, and it's, it's kind of like, how do we... Um, I think that it could have really easily failed. You could have really thought halfway through this movie, "This is no way that would he would have noticed by now." And we do actually though get a few examples, don't we, through the film? Which I like this. I like the flashbacks to the, the the guy in the in the in the Christmas present,
0: which is. Truman which, it's all a TV show. <laughs> I did it, and he's drunk, obviously.
1: Yeah. The 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 I don't think the kid the actor who's playing Truman knew that was going to happen. You see the look on his face; he looks absolutely <laughs> terrified. Poor Kyle. Like, oh. Um, so that's fun, and, and then the the, you know, the skydiving um guy, go
2: parachutes in, yeah,
1: yeah. And then we get and then we get. I think another great thread of the film is is the character um, uh, Lauren. Is it? I think. Or that, no, that's the the name they give her, isn't it? What's her actual name? Her, her name Celia. is Natasha
2: McKell Mc McKel Mc, McEl,
1: McElhone. that's the actress, yeah. So no, I think it is Lauren or Sylvia or something like that, isn't it? Lauren, like, yeah. Yeah. And like her her role as, as being this this kind of way out. And I think that if you I was imagining like what what would the film be like if you removed that character? She so didn't have the scenes at the start, um, with with the magazines, you didn't have mm. the flashbacks. To her, like showing up in college and whatever else, and you didn't have importantly her perspective, watching it from the outside. And I'm just at, at the end of the film. There's the there's the scene um, as theres he's about to leave, and like you've got Christoph and Truman, Christoph and Truman they are having the conversation, and literally just I was I was I was thinking, and I've seen it before obviously, but I was thinking, oh yeah, but what about what about Lauren? What about like all the people who want him to get out, and then almost. As I had that thought, there came the shot of her, you know, just, like, longing for for her, for her to, for him to yeah. leave
0: the set. Well, it's... Like you said, Sam. if you got rid of that scene, you kind of maybe lose the impetus for him to try and escape. And it's in trying to escape, it's in trying to change the things that leads to him, like, figuring it out to a certain yeah. extent. And, like, so you need that scene of, like... And it doesn't necessarily even need to be a woman, but you need a scene of, like, something he's aspiring to that, like his wife and his mother and and all the people he knows keep telling him oh don't do that Truman and you know you can't do that and terrifying him with horrible things like killing his dad off to make him scared of the water that's fucking bizarre can we talk Um, about that we can yeah but like all of that I think it really leads to you believing Truman's arc in this movie not necessarily as how a normal person would react to any of this but like how a Maybe someone like, given what the movie tells you about this this character and how what his life's been like, it I, I didn't think find it any, I it. have any trouble I think, believing. You know, no, no, yeah, yeah, totally.
2: I think I think you know it's any and anyone else you know would have done the same thing. Um, you know, you know, the 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 various attempts to to get out, and they probably would have taken that step out once they realized their whole life is literally just fallen away, like melted away in front of them. Um, Sam, you wanted to talk about the bits where they rip the father away from him via you don't want to talk about that
1: no I do I'm just shaking my head oh. and, and just because the, the, the like this again again it's it's a it's brilliant writing isn't it it is brilliant writing to have this in there but my goodness me and I don't know if it's just because I'm a dad and it's like you know yeah. I'm soft yeah. and weak <laughs> What if, my, what, if
0: my, what if my son, who I was paid to be the dad of, like, was trapped in a TV you, show? You think
2: that's ridiculous? Dave? That, Sam right there with you I d- just interrupt you when they were talking about when they were doing this sort of intro to Truman bit and they were talking about oh, well, Truman was an unwanted pregnancy, you know, he was one of five. I'm like, oh my fucking Christ Jesus God, oh, <laughs>
1: <can> and hell? <laughs> and it's a good time. It's a good time. I think what what we're going to title this section is the potential cruelty of the Truman Show. Um, because oh. this... can I
0: scratch out potential and put the, oh, the very true. real no, no. and in your face yeah, yeah, yeah. cruelty but, of the Truman but, Show? Let, let's get well, to have, the genuine
2: have, cruelty of the dad thing, and then we'll get to the the, the other cruelty that Sam well, mentioned.
1: Well, well, what I'd like to do, what I'd like to do, is maybe provide a context because this was this this film was was written by Andrew Nichol, Um and he he envisions this as like a a deep dark. Um, science fiction movie where we really like Blade Runner-esque you know where we get to we get to really dig into the psychological trauma that would exist and and really we don't get to see much of we don't get to see much trauma we get to see emotion and and lots of pathos but we don't necessarily get into like my god this guy as you say Dave would would kill himself you know everyone involved would kill himself because this is just such a horrible situation and i want to just provide a little, one one example of how bad this could have been in the, in the andrew nichols script there's a there was a proposed scene where basically truman walk, walks past someone getting um sexually assaulted and walks away and and the the actors are like can't believe that Truman walked away, and it's part of the TV show that he he didn't try and intervene, and that just is a whole other level of where this film could go. You could go so deep into the hole. I mean, you, and you
2: you expand on that thought. Like you have to think, what type of conditioning did they instill in Truman to 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 to
0: guarantee that he would walk away from that? What exactly. it's making him subservient. In the, we see this in the movie. We get is like. He is told what to do, and he does it because his entire life, they have reinforced that behavior. Yeah,
2: I mean, a part of it's subservience. You know, if if it's sort of thing where he doesn't want to rock the boat. Conditioning. Yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah. Like I said, conditioning where he doesn't want to rock the boat and that walks away. But also, like if it's if he's conditioned, like Sam said, in such a way where. It's not that he doesn't want to rock up the boat, but this doesn't affect him. I mean, in a way, that's so much worse where he knows yeah, it's wrong yeah, and he yeah. just is completely, you know, apathetic.
1: No, nah, but not not nah, 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 my I, issue. I, again, they, they, they made they they made the right choice and they went for the light of view. <laughs> they didn't have any scenes like that in it. But what we are yeah. left with is is the is the, the trauma of of um Truman's death. And I think this is the thread that's this is the thread that's remaining. And it actually ends up being really important to the movie. And that scene, you know, where where he, he slips away into the water is affecting and it's upsetting, like and it's not nice, but what I find what I found most like distressing and and, and I think the thing that really got to me mm. is how Blase everyone else is about it. they like yeah. they treat it like it was a storyline in a TV show, in a fictional TV show, and not that actually they wrote this character. In to die, and then when he comes back, um, it, it's it, again, it's just treated similarly as a oh yeah, we're just bringing back, you know, that's how we'll just resolve that plot hole as if mm-hmm. it's and that it's just horrible. It's such it's such a um,
2: that it can be treated with such yeah with ca- like, with, with yeah callous and, and and casual sort of um. I was gonna say impartiality, but like just the, the the lack of care, the lack of just consideration for a person it's
0: isn't a person to them. He's like yeah. an property. asset. An asset. Product. I love the scene I love the scene where they're like and obviously he was really pissed off when he was fired from this like money making scheme.
2: The the dad, scheme the dad The Dad you I mean. mean. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he yeah. comes back as like a hobo and things and they're like they're forced to write him back into the show and stuff, but it's like and they literally and did Sam, this. They literally did it so that he is fucking got he's got so he's got PTSD. They yeah. gave this kid PTSD so that he wouldn't try and escape he wouldn't leave. this <laughs> prison of a TV show. It's like the Matrix. And like, Sam, it's crazy. And some you, you, you Shoot have the dad the to prove you mean business. It's like the mob, you know? And some you have I'll kill bri- your parents and that'll show you. <laughs>
1: corporations this is what they could do if they could get away with it oh they are doing it they are
2: i was just gonna say this is where you, you sort of made the point and it's it's a brilliant sort of realization where where you pointed out that this is where truman it sort of solidifies in his mind that this is all fake when they bring the dad back and it's done in such a theatrical way as well. Like, even for a reality show, it's done in such a theatrical way. We have the floodlights behind the dad. Like he, like we said before, him and Marlon are on the end of that bridge, that half-built bridge. And then Marlon's like, oh, I found your dad or whatever. And the father then is just in the middle of the road. No car, no nothing. And he's walking towards through the fog. Easy and then, on the fog. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. And then it cuts to Christoph, like, easy on the fog. Okay, now the music okay, now it swells, and now, okay, sky yeah. camera, hold, and now in for the zoom, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then when you see Truman, like you said, this is where it's like, he knows it's all bullshit. That it, it It's confirmed in his mind there. And
1: I did not, only only until this viewing did I really yeah. connect that in my head. Every single, and I've seen this film so many times. And only in this viewing did I go... Wait a minute, because what what got me was, as I said earlier, was was Marlon. I was thinking just about the intentionality of each character, and actually Truman's not upset, not not crying. It's relief.
2: It's relief that he's not f- mental. It's relief
1: that I say, "Oh, it is all a, a sham." And it's the trauma of everything. It's the trauma. Not. It's not like, "Oh, my dad's back," which I think is maybe how I. And that's yeah. how it's intended. Oh, I it's, think. Yeah. To, 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 to the general for, for the Truman what Show what you're saying is, Sam is yeah.
0: probably the first couple of times you watched this you were a lot younger and like you read what the Truman Show the TV yes, show yes, in yes, this yes, film yes, is yes. trying to tell you which is that he's gobsmacked and relieved that his dad's alive whereas Ross is exactly right actually he's relieved because he's like oh of course this couldn't possibly happen this doesn't exist like yeah. obviously they're all in on it, and also, if you had a friend who talked to you the way that Marlon talks to Truman, especially in this scene, like you were in a soap opera, I'd be like, "Am I in the Truman <laughs> Show type situation yeah. here?" This I guy, thought, like, <laughs> I
2: thought you were going to say if your best friend was always saying, ah, "That's a good beer," and I was like, "I don't know." That's pretty much a lot of the conversations we've had to date, guys.
1: Mm, that's pretty no, like,
0: Oh, Truman, you remember when? You remember when we were at college and blah blah. blah. no one fucking reminisces that much.
1: I love my Aldi Tropical Blast
2: Zero
0: <laughs> Aldi, sugar. When I drink um, coffee,
2: I drink my Pip Boy coffee. Mm-hmm. There we go.
0: <laughs> it, it's, I've tried it, other coffees,
1: but this one's the best. This one's the best. It, go, it goes back to that point of like they're selling, they're selling at, um, us the, as as the, as the movie the audience show. the same the thing that they're selling the show. Yeah, yeah. which but is we
0: as like, we're more likely to buy it because we are... Like, this is how people talk in movies. Yes. Like, we're, conditioned. we're conditioned for exactly. this, for this Truman type of isn't. shit. Yeah. So, like, Marlon, the way he's talking to Truman, like, in, the, in a movie where someone's oh dad God. had amnesia oh and came back, God. that's how the fucking scene would be filmed and how it would look and how the person would talk. Mm-hmm. But obviously Truman who, like, does not live in it for all that he lives on a TV show, like, he hasn't got that kind of, like, cultural touchstone. And, like, you or I would be the same if it was in real life, but yep. watching the film, we're like, oh, of course that's, like, you know, you know Dave, uh, I know, Dave, I I
1: just, I keep thinking
0: back to when we first met. And- pick one, pick one interesting memory, I challenge you right now. And, battlefield you know, I just,
1: four. I can't, I can't express... How I feel about you, you know, it's just, it's too hard.
0: Like all of that's bullshit, and we know it's bullshit.
1: <laughs> and no one would ever think like that. And I don't really like you, Dave. But here we are, anyway. Uh, I was gonna say we
0: have a very British friendship <laughs> where, if pushed, I will call you a knobhead. Like that's yeah. kind of the extent of it, you know. And <laughs> yeah, we've but, been friends for twelve years.
1: But but it but it is it's it's a it's a great. I think I think I love that we're conditioned as well, which is which is exactly right. Mm. And, and the movie knows that, and it movie and the movie leans on it. Um, and then I think later on tries to disrupt that a little bit for us, uh, which is which Bastards. is I think, quite clever. Um, oh god! I mean, it's quite difficult to, to to know where to start with this film. There's so many. There's so many elements, yeah. isn't there? There's so many things that run through it to to talk about. I wonder if um, the, 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 one of the other things that I really liked is I think this film is is so good at uh, using subtext, it's so subtle. There's so there's so many elements of subtlety in this film that come through in a way that are quite I think in a maybe in a lesser movie you would the the audience wouldn't be trusted to get them. One one is the just the amount of cameras everywhere. Uh, And and it's and it's not something that they point out necessarily, but you just have, you know, you have the guy holding the trash can at the start. It's probably the most obvious one. Mm. But then if you look at Truman's ring his his, his signet, ring yeah. has a camera in it you know and there's all these things and it's brilliant production design because somebody um, had to sit
2: from that video you we we spoke about earlier like where it's revealed that his wife marlin she has a necklace that's part of truman's it's it's a family heirloom of truman's family but it has a camera in it as well and like, and again I mean, it's you it's, can it's, buy it's, that
0: in the show's catalog you can buy that i love I, I loved by the way i i hadn't seen that documentary before that we watched mm. on youtube earlier <laughs> no like, i it's almost better than the movie. I don't mean yeah. that in like to degrade the movie at all. It's maybe the best trailer for anything I've ever seen. That's that, that's why I said to, to Sam, it's one of the best, it's one of the most well executed
2: things of marketing I've ever seen yet.
1: Because because it sells the TV show that has been so well developed in the movie. You know that's mm-hmm. why it does it. That's why it works. But but there's all you know in terms of subtleties, in terms of using the subtext, it's using the subtext of a real documentary and it's enough for us to say all right i understand all that i understand all the intricacies that are going on here you know and i understand the joke i get the joke mm-hmm. and the the film trusts you to get the joke trusts you to understand what's happening and to figure out where that sits and then only when we're taken outside of that like where we go where we see the audience reactions which are there as kind of like you know emotional touch points but they're also use a lot of exposition we get to see a bit of the production with um, Christoph. Love Paul Giamatti in this, by the way, who's just like you know chewing gum and just looks absolutely exasperated with this crap job that he's oh. got. You know, he doesn't seem like he's having much fun with uh, <laughs> the doing crosswords. Do you know what? When
2: you said Paul Giamatti, I was like, oh, off to IMDb I go. And then until just when you said. The way he was chewing got ah okay, I know exactly who you're talking about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's just he's just sleeping. He's just I mean yeah. I, 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 I he's
0: just asleep. He's asleep.
1: He wasn't asleep.
0: <laughs> um Do you wanna maybe talk about maybe the like the end of this movie is a really fun, like I really love the in universe production of We've Lost Treatment. So they have The Hunt for Truman. uh, Which is interesting and fun. And I think maybe actually that scene with uh, Marlon maybe seeing him and not saying he'd seen him would have been interesting to put in. Uh, But then Christoph, because he's God, decides that he's going to make night day. And everyone's (laughs) like but it's not daytime. And they say first positions. And you get everyone on the street stood where they start. And obviously like, if you've ever been on a film set like This is how, when you film something, like you do have a, right, you stand here, when they shout action, you're not on camera or in frame, but you're going to walk from here to here, or you're going to stand and do this series of things, like until we shout cut. And like, so that, for me, was totally like a, you know, first places, and they're all stood in the street, like. Frozen. I I love that shot. Action. And then then because every single extra has like a right you're a businessman you're on your way to work so you're going to walk down the street you gonna own this building and then you know you're off you're off, off the clock or something and you're going to come out you know an hour later and you're going to do this and like just thinking about the the um just the sheer amount of work that would be involved to like have even just parts of towns where they know Truman is like have everything mapped out every single day for every single minute in case truman happens to look out of his window like he can't see a bunch of people like reading scripts in the street and thinking about Uh, what they're going to do when he leaves work mm, they've got to be doing things it's crazy
1: i I, I totally agree and i love the i love that shot when they're when they're all stood there and there's that nice that that nice bit of music that's playing and you know you can see the wind blowing all of their, their 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 jackets and stuff and it it gets to like it gets to your point of like how sedate this world is, you know. And as the as the movie's wrapping up, we get to see that unravel a bit. We get to see them walking around in like Invasion of the Body Snatchers style, <laughs> you know, looking for uh, looking for Truman. And it's all it's all it all kind of culminates with the breaking of the of the fourth wall, basically, which is the sun coming up at three o'clock. And, and and when he's you know christoph says what time is it and 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 the the woman responds it's too early for that like <laughs> as if this is as if this is the cardinal rule you cannot do like, this
0: yeah if it's 6 a.m we could maybe like 5 a.m we can maybe get away with it like you know he might wake up and be like oh my god i'm late for work like oh hey folks we've had some can,
1: weird meteors today two in it's the morning
0: been... like you cannot be it's two in the morning he'll be like oh so I've only been asleep for forty minutes, do you know what I mean? In case he'd just fallen asleep somewhere. Like I just think it's so well executed as a movie that mm. this is a difficult thing to do. Like a movie about making a TV show of this scale, because like, mm. 'cause you've got to imply this set, which was so much more expensive than the set you can afford to build. Yeah. And you've got to imply a production that you can't actually afford to have is kind of fascinating. Yeah, and then when it all falls apart
1: towards the end of the movie, we we get a bit more of a conventional um, kind of dramatic uh, style, you know, in in terms of returns the, the weather against the, him, the, the weather, you know, and he's like, can he survive this? And more, more, again, more lightning, hit him with the lightning, yeah. It, it 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 becomes it becomes very it becomes very like cliched, you'd maybe say in terms of, but oh, in I think a way. That's,
2: but there was one really powerful line for me, um, or, you know, back and forth, and it was between Christoph and what I'm assuming is, like, you know, a studio exec, and where basically, you know, where he increases the wind, and, like, um, the, the, the actor, I can't remember his name, Sam, who you just referenced earlier, the one who's chewing gum. Paul GMA. That guy, when, when he wanted to raise the wind to a point where it was utterly too dangerous, and he refused to do it, you know, which was, it was a nice thing to see, but then, like, the studio exec says, Jesus Christ, you're going to kill him. And then Christoph says, "Well, he was born on camera, you know. It's only and you're like, oh, and that for me was total
0: like, I fucking made him. If I want to kill him, I'll fucking rip his throat
2: out. That is the ultimate sort of god complex there for me in that in that movie. He was like, well, he was born, and I was such a throwaway sort of thing. Like, who gives a fuck if I kill him? You know what I mean? It's my decision, and I'll make it, and everyone will eat it up. You know." He's Literally,
0: yeah. and like, it's, and it's genius because it's one of the few scenes, like I mentioned earlier, it's one of the few scenes with Christoph behind the mask where mm. he's not putting on this persona for these interviews, like where this is the fucking ultimate controlling yeah. guy who is like obsessed with and Truman, and
2: it's such an under, uh, not underhand, but it's such an underplay of getting across again that. This is someone who has been bought by a corporation, so they can do with him as they please. Because it's 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 a throwaway line, you know, near the beginning or like you know, four or five minutes into the movie. And again, it's so subtly done here, where again they're they're highlighting that that he is he is nothing to them. He is nothing but the bottom line, and they and you know there there can always be another show.
1: And that was one of the ideas from the original, is that. Um, they killed Truman off but he's had the baby, which we get reference in this. And so the show would continue. Um they talk about you know, Merrill's, Oh, when we when can I w let's have a baby? I want a baby and the mom's like, oh, Are you gonna give me a grant? well Christoph says Ooh. like
0: our plan is still to have, you know, the world's first, first live I don't on think it says conception. first live birth because it's conception, yeah, the first yeah. on air conception. Yeah. And you're like
1: <laughs> <laughs> which which only has happened no, many Ross, times. Not
0: even porn. Like that's the opposite <laughs> no, of what porn is. Not even trying good do. stuff. They're not trying to get people pregnant. Um, but, but I'm
1: sure it's happened. Yeah. But 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 the so the the dark version is that they tr- they killed Truman and they just take his son and they carry on with the franchise. You know, Truman never earning any of this any of the money that he would deserved as being the product of this mm. show. You know, that's the which is mad. I think to, to like, as we uh, as we get towards the end of the film, the thing that I that 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 really gets to me, and the thing that I think is the most heartbreaking bit about this, is like everyone is 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 really upset by all the, the people who are watching it and us as the audience are really upset by. Truman's plate. Like he's he's got a dead dad and he's you know, blah, blah blah blah, all these things that happen to him. But really, like we're all pretty compelled by it. <laughs> you know, as an it audience up. watching They're eating yeah, it up, yeah. As the audience watching the movie and the audience in the TV show, even um even uh, Lauren's character is like she's invested in it all. And it's what I'd like what I'd what I try to imagine and, and the and the documentary on YouTube kind of gets to this a little bit. I was trying to imagine what what is the world like outside of the Truman show mm. and and it's so that's maybe something we can discuss but also it's maybe a little bit of a criticism of the end of the film because it, it it does kind of it kind of just stops and I I get that that's a choice because maybe they don't want to go any further but the film just kind of says we're not going to explore that and get out of the that's cinema. the end of the movie yeah, yeah, and I, I wonder if you think it needs more, a little bit more, just to be so satisfying it, at the end.
2: Yeah, you've you've touched on a few things there. Something I was actually going to talk about now. Now that we're on about the end of the movie, and this relates back to the very beginning of our episode here, where you're like, why does Ross not like this movie? And it's and maybe maybe it's not right to not like a movie because it it evokes feelings that you don't like. Um, but this movie let, made
0: you sad, so you don't like it.
2: Let, let, let me say my piece. Fair so, so, you know, you see this movie, and you know, like you said, Sam, you know, maybe you need a bit more because I the one of the main reasons I don't like this movie is because I like to think, you know, you like to think about the the world of this movie, you know, and and, and the universe of it. So, and I was thinking about what does Truman do now after he gets out? So he gets out. Um, uh, sorry, sorry. I want I want to talk about his life first. So obviously, you know, he's he's born. He's he, he's an unwanted pregnancy. Um. And then basically... Uh, yeah, yeah. And then he has parents, quote-unquote, that are actors. So, and Sam, you as a bleak. dad... Yeah, bleak, And you as a dad, Sam, and sorry, Dave, this excludes you a little bit, but, you know, you'll only love your own kids as much as you love your own kids. If, there's so, if someone else's kid is screaming their head off at five in the morning, I'm not going to be, oh, coochie, coochie, coo. Do you know what I mean? It's so hard, um, you know, to cultivate... That level of love and you know, care for uh, you know for another person, um, in a fabricated way, and 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 again, this is me thinking about this stuff, and that, and, and that depressed yeah. me. Oh, God, that, that depressed is. me. I mean, you got a crying baby at four in the morning, and you're like, I don't get paid enough for this shit. That's not the thought you have. You know what I mean? As a, as a caregiver. Wow.
0: Um,
2: and then you go through.
0: It's the thought I have. Can when we pause there
1: yeah well because you're right like it's, it's it's you know and sometimes it's pretty hard to do that it with is. your own children yeah, as well yeah. i'll say but like that biological imperative will get you when it like god well, damn have exactly, got exactly. to love them yeah, but but, yeah that's, that's, that's 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 a horrible thought that, because this, basically this is where mother, my
2: mind goes yeah um and and the mother as well so like you know thank fuck they didn't have kids do you know what i mean but like but truman's quote unquote mother do you know what I mean? And she's she's uh, she's conveyed as you know the, the typical sort of '50s starlet who's above it all, you know. So she's not gonna be happy about you know some kid you know shitting on her dress and then laughing at her or pissing in the bath and then drinking it. You know what I mean? It's not this this is stuff they're not gonna like. Uh, and, and and so and I, I am getting to a point here. I'm gonna go on for a bit. No, no, it's and, good. And, and, and then you have his wife again. It's 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 a it's a it's a sham marriage. I don't think there's ever been a sham marriage to this fucking level before. Um, and then and then he gets out, okay. And it's portrayed as this massive happy ending, and that's what that's sort of what one of the things I have a problem with because it isn't it isn't a happy ending because you think about what this guy's going to go through now. He goes out and he is the most famous man ever. You know, financials aside, let's say he'll he'll get some money, okay but he is fucked he goes through all his life now everyone knows him like imagine you know every interaction you guys have you know where everyone knows you to such an intimate level but they are strangers to you yeah so any relationship you want to cultivate or even start as truman once you get out you're always going to be questioning yourself is this a real relationship is does this person actually like me for me or do they like me because i'm truman do they like me because i'm known and then you know you you know yeah and and then truman is going to have the realization of what i've just gone through of everything i've talked about he was unwanted his parents probably didn't love him most likely didn't love him his wife didn't love him he didn't have a best friend and that that's a downward spiral you're gonna have this guy's life is fucking bleak So, and then Sam, you mentioned that, you know, like when he gets out, and then you have like some clips of like the love interest Lauren, she's so happy and she's going down, presumably to meet him. How long is that going to last? Because again, she knows him to such an intimate level, and he's based it all around her. So Truman's some sort of fucking psychopath, you know, he's ripping, that's, that's serial killer stuff, like ripping the faces out of magazines and piecing it together. And so, like Sam, the word you used was heartbreaking. And as, as you guys know, like I sent you my notes before we did this podcast, I wrote down heartbreaking twice. Do you know what I mean? When you just go <laughs> through the thing. And, and this this is what hits me the most now. So, and he, what he's either going to do is, like I, I said before in this episode, he is headed for oblivion or he's going to go back. Like, like Sam, like you said, the Matrix. He's either going to go down a very dark path or he's going to go back into the
1: Truman Show because that's I'll what he take knows. I'll the blue pill. Yep, as we discussed in the Matrix. <laughs> wow, every single day of the week. Blue so, pill. so, so
2: I, I'm, 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 I'm rounding the corner, Dave. I'm on the home stretch. So, taking all that into account, and then what I said then about Jim Carrey, from my childhood, Jim Carrey was the guy you go to for feel good laughs. So um, it was one of the only movies my dad would watch, you know, watching a comedy would be Dumb and Dumber, and it would be like a family thing where we'd all sit and laugh and watch at that. So Jim Carey is my feel-good guy of the childhood. So all of that I just outlined then is just ultimately compounded like a punch in the gut when your feel-good guy is basically the one who's making you feel those feelings. So that mic drop is why I don't like this movie. <laughs>
0: You know that's a totally reasonable, reasonable thing to say, Ross. I uh, know. Uh, I will yeah. say, um, <laughs> not not to not to argue with that at all. Uh, I think that this is kind of like they went for a very intentional feel-good, happy ending in this movie, and obviously mm-hmm. for you, they didn't get there, and that's and I and I don't necessarily disagree because I think that, like, as usual. If you fucking stop to think about it, everyone yeah. in this movie has a horrible life and a horrible time, <laughs> and nobody can nobody's coping with this. And I've never really considered whether Truman would go back. I do think you're right, though. I think he is either oding on heroin or he's yeah. back in the Truman Show. Maybe yep. both. Um, but <laughs> that's like, a storyline. This, this is this is the the for, for this idea, and obviously Sam mentioned about the original script being much darker. This is the the most light-hearted optimistic way they yeah. could have done this movie i think it's the only way it works on any level
1: mm-hmm.
0: i think if it didn't have and- such an optimistic ending and outlook sorry sam just one second um i i do think it, it would be a hard watch and there are movies that exist that are difficult to watch that are upsetting and that still are you know quantifiably good um, you know, one that swings to mind is completely different. Obviously, The Revenant is like a movie I will never, ever watch again because it was so difficult to watch. <laughs> but it was undeniably like, you know, at the very top of uh, filmmaking craft and script writing and performances. But like, you know, this movie I've seen a dozen times and I will watch again because like there is this message, nugget of hope at the end. Um, but again, like there's a lot you have to discard to to, to have that full effect of that ross
1: don't think don't think don't you fucking do it i i i i genuinely think that's a really fair point ross i think because because as you say dave if you think about this if you if you you know if you take away the lightness then what you're left with is this dystopian horror movie (laughs) which is which is not very pleasant and I think it's probably why the ending does end; it does finish. It just says, you know, it, it ends on 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 Truman being the character Truman. If I don't see you, and that's a really, I think, the only way you can get out of this film. And I imagine, I imagine it'd be one of those processes when they were writing scripts, like they will be stuck for quite a while going, mm. fuck. So we have this big boat thing. And then the boat crashes into the yes, wall. Yes, yes. And, and then and then does, <clears throat> does, does Truman kill himself there? Because he realises that... <laughs> I mean, we all agree he
2: kills himself, right?
1: <laughs> d- 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 that's, <laughs> that's the end of the world? Like, he, he's banging on the wall, you know, and he's completely can't... This is it? Or does he go outside and, like, is he presu- presumably the free Truman people who, again... Think about the world that exists that basically allows this to happen, it allows the corporations to mm-hmm. buy the baby, and it allows them, this man to be kept in there, even though there is a moral consciousness somewhere from some people to try and free him. And it really makes you know makes you think of the, the right-wing hellscape that we live in right now. Yes. Um, in terms of things that seem wrong, but are completely defended by a lot of people. You mean autonomy? Just lots of different things, but there's there's all of these there's all of these things that that I think once he steps through the door, you could maybe go, fuck, and that's also maybe a criticism of the film that it doesn't go there as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you maybe <clears throat> you kind of need to go there, even just to tie up those loose ends. Otherwise, you're I left. Think I think you're maybe. left. Two seconds. Yeah. You're left wanting to watch. This YouTube docu, this, this fake documentary that we've talked about, because that gives us a little bit of closure. It says, "All mm. oh, right, I get it. I know what else is going on," and it makes me feel better for that. I, th-
2: I think if this movie was ten years earlier, it would have went down. You know, like the eighties was quite a dark time, wasn't it? For movies, it would have went down that path then.
0: <laughs> I don't I think, think Stallone a- could
1: have sold it either. To be honest, oh. hey, you <laughs> I want to get out. Hey, hey. <laughs>
0: Hey, yo, Ross, you're opening your mouth way too much for Stallone. He talks out of one corner of his mouth. No, Hey, hey,
2: yo, Dave. hey, I'm
1: my name Truman. I'm gonna get out.
2: You want to find a it? yeah? Truman, hey, good morning, good evening, good night. <laughs> this
1: is this is the clip to put on YouTube right here. You guys just making yeah, noises, just, just not moving our bottom jaws. Hey, yo, wow. 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 <laughs>
0: I agree, I agree with that. Um, I do think Stallone would have been bad casting, but there's lots of reasons involved in that. Um, but I think, like I said, that by introducing all those dark elements, you'd maybe undercut, like I said, this being a movie. And like we, mm. this has gotten very confusing, obviously this being a TV show within a movie that we're watching and we're talking about on lots of levels here. But like it is still <laughs> it is, <laughs> on a podcast, in a Truman Show-type situation... Um that's almost all me taking shits. Um but like you would lose you would lose the fact that this is quite like thematically and production-wise, this is quite a tight piece of cinema. Um from in terms of the story it tells us from start to finish. Whether it hits you or not, Ross, and I appreciate that totally. But I think the cinematography is very good. I think the script is very good, and I think the editing is excellent. I think that this movie is Exactly the right length. I don't think there's much dip in this. Um, Uh, I will like I said. said, Yeah,
2: yeah. Go for it. Go for it.
0: And I think that like there are lots of other ways you could have done this. I think this is the only way that this is a that it that it works as a movie. Like you could tell this story in different ways, but this is the only way to make it a movie that we would go and watch.
2: Yeah, Um, I'm just going to repeat myself. Like I said at the start of this movie, I don't begrudge people liking this movie. Uh, It it is a good movie. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> I just don't like totally it. Totally get it. Totally yeah. get it. I think that, that's I think, fine, Ross. It's fine to not like a movie. Mm, but like what you're saying, I... about, you know,
2: technically it is sound and well edited and well well timed, well written. Absolutely. Don't like it. Go on some. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not for me. But but what what it comes down to, it comes down to like, I think I enjoy movies in maybe a different way than you enjoy movies Ross or Dave we 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 all come at, come at it from a, a different place i think me and dave are maybe a little bit closer on this one in that like i love the movie making of, of this mm. Mm. almost more than the thematics and so when when they when we get to see um you know, when we get to see a hidden camera somewhere that we that we didn't notice, or when we get to see all of these different these different small details that run throughout the mill, all the subtext, all the other stuff we talked about, like that is what I find so amazing. I, I find it amazing that they manage to construct a world, and the thematic stuff. I'm kind of like, I, I, I really like it, but it's not necessarily the most. It's not necessarily the primacy for me. It's not the most important thing that I'm interested in and so as as it feels like you're coming at it from a point of view of what this movie that is telling me I yeah. just find just bleak and depressing <laughs> yeah. I don't want to connect with that right now yeah and that's great and that that I think is is the sign of of a of an, a really really well made movie you said I think you said tight, a really tightly made movie didn't mm. you Dave yeah, yeah. I, I think this is one of the best made movies um for me, you know, I said it, it's in my top five because I think it's it's so well constructed, so well mm-hmm. constructed. It's about as perfect as it could be, and that's enough for it to elevate it. Never mind the fact that at the end, everyone kills himself, <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that is either that of the movie. or
0: alternative take. Alternative take is Truman assassinated.
1: Yeah, well, I, I imagine he goes and gets picked up my by some PR love with him? firm does interviews. They're gonna to
0: have to put him in a different compound to keep him safe. Yeah.
1: Well what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? So last thing then, last thing is the power let's go back to the parallel to real life because you talked about Ross, what if you know you know, what if you couldn't go anywhere and no one knew ever everyone knew who you were and everyone knew you mm. at an intimate level that you like you're basically just de- describing celebrity culture. Like that's kind of what we have. And I think it's I, I think it's um it's a it's such an interesting in a way such an interesting view that this film has you know in terms mm. of like saying that that everyone takes for granted Truman's yeah he has no life he has no life no private life at all when when Harry Shearer just want to make a second to say I love Harry Shearer in any movie and especially this role he's so shit eating it's wonderful when he says when he says you know and Christoph you you guard your privacy. Um, very closely, and <laughs> um, without without dropping a, a, a second to to think of the hypocrisy of that. <laughs> <laughs> Christoph's like I'm a very private man, whereas he he puts every you know Truman's every shit is live on television.
0: <laughs> There's a box that you can buy, like. <laughs> Truman's birthday shit ages ten to thirty five. Oh Top twenty wanks. <laughs> 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 Top twenty wanks. What, what you're forgetting there. What you forgetting
2: there. You know, like when Truman was going through his basement and he found her the you know uh Lauren's scarf and then it had that, you know, wave flashback effect. That's what you but get it was when like
0: he wanks. He was That's what reason. you're getting
1: when he wanks. Oh they don't show anything yeah. they just put music on it and yeah. When he saw that tit on the uh, discovery I, channel do you
0: know what? that's what he <laughs> I guarantee it doesn't come cheap I guarantee you can see Truman Is there a pun in there or is he that won't. just
2: a happy accident <laughs> No
0: no 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 yeah. um, It it's so so
1: but where where let's where where are we ending with this we're ending with the point of basically this is the world that he steps out into I think it's just the world we live in now like I don't think it's that more extraordinary to expect because we basically, you know, we what we, we sat and watched Britney Spears, um, you know, Britney Welch, s- Britney <laughs> <Walsh. laughs> Welch. we we watched it and laughed as she basically had a mental breakdown because she's been, you know, on, on camera and sexualized since she was like a sixteen-year-old girl. Like we all thought that was hilarious until quite recently when well, they were
0: like, oh yeah, she's a what human about, being. Um... Mm-hmm. What about that? She was on Big Brother, I think, and she died of cancer a few years ago. Yeah, Jane, Jane Goody. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Jane Jade Goody. Goody. Yeah. Like, I think that's an even more relevant example of like and we could not get fucking enough of it. Like she was literally had days to live and there were people in her house taking photos and like We are
2: horrible. We're all yeah. the only of reason shit.
0: the Truman Show couldn't exist is because well, I said uh, that earlier. Earlier in this episode, the only thing it's
2: missing is the trolls. You know, the people who want to just fucking spew vile bile. That's 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 what it's missing. That's that's what you'd get.
0: Yeah, and that no, yeah. and this this could absolutely exist. I think, like, even legitimately, if somebody just sold their life rights to somebody and said to just put me in a Truman bubble, like, you know,
1: it would exist if people watched it. And that's and that's maybe that's maybe where we if are. Billionaires
0: that's, could make even more money from it.
1: That's the world we live in. Is that yeah, it's horrible, and yeah, the internet's full of horrible shit, and yet yeah, we sit and watch it, and it and we fund the ad dollars, and that's the choice we make, and that's why this film remains so wonderfully relevant. Mm-hmm.
0: It totally is. What's that movie where uh, a bunch of people get kidnapped and they get sent to an island to kill each other? Battle Royale. Like You've asked this before. People. Battle Royale, and I can never remember the name of it because the name is always like, "Oh, they could have better, figured out a better name." Um, Fortnite. It's called
2: Fortnite like, the movie.
0: It's called Fortnite the movie, but like Hunger that's Games. the same thing of like, you know, except except it wouldn't or Death Race as well. Like, you know, it's a pay per view. You watch people murder each other on a racetrack. Like, absolutely could exist and may well exist. But guess what? It wouldn't be billionaires watching it. It'd be fucking seven ninety nine on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, there we but go. I should say this movie is a classic, and if you haven't seen it, and somehow you've gotten to end of this end of this episode, uh, you know, well worth a watch. Don't like it, and and but it's I think the, I, I, Ross's perfectly legitimate opinion aside. I was again surprised at how well this movie held up for me. Yeah, you know, it's very you know, good. I haven't seen it it's very a few good. Years. Um, but it right, hasn't as, in a lot of ways. As we oh, I should part. say, there, there's not a black person to be seen in this movie, so maybe maybe that's a way. I don't think we have time to open okay. up that kind of worms. But yeah, you're right. No, we yes. don't. I'm just saying, you know, like, maybe 90s let's 90s diversity, in you do universe. not
1: win a prize today. No, no. you don't
0: at all. And um, he's going to have a so wild time when he gets out into that's LA. What I mean. He sees where, his first black person. He sees
2: his first
1: like, <laughs> and <laughs> any
0: person. <of> ethnic... <laughs>
1: <laughs> why, 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 why? am I? <laughs> Should I not have said that? No, I'm just saying. I just just the thought of the... again, it's just too bleak. It's it's too poor, bleak to really. He sees his
0: first poor person. Mm. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think what we're going to have to do as we end this podcast um, is, I think we're going to have to have some kind of therapy after this. You know maybe just kind of come together and uh, you know and go hug my kid yeah I think so I think so
0: let's all go and ro- hug ross's kids and
1: unless cop and weird, so. and, let's, cut. And, <laughs> and let's let's also let's also just uh, one one more harrowing thought as we finish is the, the after this film came out there were lots of people lots of uh, people mental illnesses, who kind of thought that they no, perhaps no. lived in the Truman Show world, you mm-hmm. know, maybe, and, and internalise that. And I just think we may, we should all maybe just think for a minute that perhaps we're all being watched right now. Perhaps it's Dave. It's the Dave show. Perhaps it's the Ross show.
0: The, the, the pressing thing is, Sam, we are all being watched right now, but it's by the NSA and people like that, <laughs> or people in China, like data miners. Where's us, our ad revenue so they from they those market, dickheads? <laughs> so, they, so they can market us products more accurately. It,
1: yeah I, I think actually you know as, as, a, as a as a podcast and an, a YouTube channel I'd maybe take some more watches actually you know if we could get some that'd be good <laughs> say if you're watching please
2: like and subscribe please
1: <laughs> like comment, subscribe.